0: This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or be on blue on 1300 22 Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Hello folks and welcome to episode 37 of How You Going Mate, Adam is my name. Uh, And of course, if you haven't listened to our podcast before, uh, this is a podcast uh, about mental health and mental health awareness, uh, but largely what we want to focus on in our podcast is um, the ways that people manage and support their wellness. So in each and every episode, what we try to do is uh, speak with people who are you know who have a lived experience of a mental health condition, um, perhaps even you might even call it mental illness, um, but people who are in the process of recovery. And and looking at and exploring the ways that they stay well um, is probably the best ways that we can best way we can put this. So ultimately, whilst um, mental health and mental health conditions are a fairly heavy topic, uh, ultimately we like to think that this is a, a positive podcast and something that um, hopefully people listen to and get a get a little bit of a get a little bit of inspiration out of and, and get some ideas about how they can manage their own uh, health and well being. Uh with all of that having been said uh this week's episode uh is pretty interesting actually because it's um for the last couple of months we've been uh recording the episodes in house so to speak Barbie and I have been doing the bulk of the work We had uh, a couple of episodes in the bank um just before the the uh, coronavirus kicked in and in fact uh the last episode we recorded with another person it wasn't Barbie and I was uh back in was back in March. And uh, that was with Erin, and it was actually, I remember, because as I walked into a house, we we kind of, we were starting to become aware of this coronavirus um, situation, and we were starting to talk about social distancing and and things like that, and uh, we, we sort of jokingly said to each other, you know, are you safe? I'm safe. As far as I know, I'm okay. You're not sick. Okay, good. And so that was quite an unusual time. So we had, I guess, a couple of weeks' worth of episodes in the bank at that point and um, the last few we've recorded with Barbie and I. But I'm very excited about this one because um, well, this week we have an actual guest back on the podcast, which is really fantastic. And and our guest this week is a, um, a gentleman named Justin. And Justin, uh, amongst a whole range of other things, he's a, a local businessman uh, in uh, here in Sydney, Australia, but he also um, runs a mental health uh, page, a Facebook page, similar to our own, called Tanked and uh, Tanked focuses largely on men and men's mental health and is very much about, um, very much I guess in line with um, some of Justin's journey around his own mental health. He also uh, is, um, as you'll hear in the, in the chat, pretty heavily into meditation and runs meditation classes on a fairly regular basis um, with uh, with a group that he is connected to. So um, he's it's pretty interesting stuff, and uh, I sort of became aware of Justin a little while back, and fortunately, uh, we were able to connect through a mutual friend, and uh, we were able to sit and uh, have a, a good chat about about mental health and about um, wellness, and uh, not to give away too much at the top, but Justin actually um, I guess talks about a couple of techniques in here that we we haven't ever really explored or broached uh, here on uh, how you going, mate. And, uh, but as I said at the top, this uh, podcast is all about getting people to explore different ways to manage your mental health. Um, and, and, you know, it, 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 the idea being that you might hear something that, that sits and listen, you listen to and you hear, uh, and, and you might think might work for you, basically. Um, and it, different things will work for different people. And I guess, um, whilst, how you going, mate? It isn't exclusively a men's mental health podcast. We do have our fair share of male guests, obviously. Um, it isn't exclusively a men's mental health podcast, but um, I, I like to think that the techniques are kind of, um, you know, unisex anyway. I think they can apply to anybody. So um, it is a really interesting chat. Uh, if you do get a chance, go on and like or have a look at Justin's web page, uh, uh, Facebook page. It is Tanked T A N K apostrophe d um and as i said some really cool stuff on there so he puts a lot of uh his own personal experience on there um talking about being a father and and some of the challenges that 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 brings about um but also just some really interesting sort of insights into um into mental health and mental health conditions and managing your wellness so uh have a look at that while you're there if you haven't jumped on our facebook page it is how you going mate with a uh Question mark. We're also on Instagram as well. We post largely the same content across the two. Uh, don't forget we're on all of the, uh, all most of the good uh, podcasting platforms. So if you do have a friend that you think could benefit from listening to the podcast or being on the Facebook page, then by all means let them know that we are out there and um, share our page and share our, our content with them. But in the meantime, we will ask Justin the question. Justin, how you going, mate? I'm doing well, thanks Adam. That's very, very good to hear. Now, um, we're sitting here in the beautiful offices and we're just you and I. It's uh, late in the evening or early in the evening, I should say. And um, we, we just so people kind of have an understanding, we sort of have connected a little bit through some professional contacts that we have, for for lack of a better term. And um, so I'm happy that you're here. I'm grateful that you've taken the time to do this and, and spend this time with me. And That's always... Uh, I, I think we've spoken about this It's tough to get people to It's a hard sell, you know Come on and talk about mental health Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right Chief, <laughs> what, do, what do I say? What do you want to know? How much do you want me to say? What do I do? How, I don't know if I want to tell you everything um, But the first question I always open with is um, when, when you think of the term mental health mental health, what, what do you think of? What does it mean for you? Oh, For myself, I think uh, anxiety
1: depression yeah um from from looking back on my journey um suicide yeah like being suicidal yeah that's that's what
0: i think about okay yeah the the stuff around anxiety so i'm assuming that's sort of part of your diagnosis yeah um what where what's the the timeline with that kind of thing What what are you in terms of how long ago was that diagnosis what did it to thousand eleven.
1: Okay, yeah. All right. So it was a while ago, um, two thousand eleven. I pretty much fully broke down. Um, I even started planning my own suicide. Right.
0: And once I broke down after that, it's, uh, yeah, when I started getting some help. Okay. What that point of getting help? What, what like, what was that? What was it? Oh, somebody saying to you, hey, going, mate?" Or somebody going, "You, you look like you're doing." really badly what's going on what was the story um
1: i was in the car at the time uh, i pulled over to see a client yeah um and a supplier called me chasing me for money right um through that year we had some some bankruptcies happen the yeah. GFC, uh is in over my head financially oh yeah and that was uh, the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah and i pretty much broke down on the phone with him Wow, and he's the one that talked me through it, and uh, he met up with me later that day, and we put a plan in place to um, pay that like he'd take the pressure off me and pay that off over a six month period. Yeah, and from that point on, I was just yeah, I, I told my wife what I was thinking of doing. Um, then we we looked into some therapies, and I didn't want to go down the route of medication. Yep um my mum was a, a pill popper yeah for want of a better term yeah um so we were always going in and out of chemists and um getting juicine and valium and syndal four and she was off and up for days yeah and, and i just didn't want that for me and my my own family so i looked down the natural route yeah so um anything with saint john's wort i found saint john's wort was yeah uh, a calming agent so I, I was on that for nearly 18 months yep and um yeah then i turned back to meditation and yeah
0: got through it was that so the natural m- remedy stuff was that talking to a doctor and deciding to go that route or just exploring it yourself or well I- i'm very fortunate Yep, my wife is a microbiologist <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so technically yes <laughs> yeah technically yes
1: um she didn't want me going down the medication line either so yeah. she looked into it for me and came up with a few things and we tested them out and stuck with what worked and Um, The the feeling that I got was um, like that calmness. Yeah. A little bit foggy. Yep. um, But nothing to what I've heard described with proper medication.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I went down the medication route. I took Luvox for a number of years. And I was told about all the side effects. The only real side... It never really made me tired or particularly sluggish, no more than I normally am anyway... But the, um, the thing that it did for me is it affected my memory yep. and, um, and more around, not so much around like I'd forget birthdays or anything like that, but I always say, and it's actually sort of still happens to me a little bit now, but um, that, that idea or the feeling of having a word on the tip of your tongue and you just can't think of the word, that used to happen to me all the time. And so for a person who's working in an industry which, you know, (laughs) revolves around speaking, (laughs) it can be a little bit of an issue (laughs) because you go like, oh, what did I did that? uh, You know that... uh," And and then a minute later I think of the word. I go, oh, that's the word I was thinking of. And for me I was able to write it off a lot of the time. But would you go his memory is terrible (laughs) nobody realized it was a side effect of a medication or that i was even taking a medication but but yeah and and i guess there's that school of thought that we're pretty quick to medicate these things like we're pretty quick Mm. to jump into and and probably should say we're not doctors i mean obviously you're married to a microbiologist so you had some professional (laughs) guidance um and so you know whatever people feel comfortable with doing they should feel comfortable with yeah, doing ab- absolutely but that absolutely. in terms of trying the natural stuff i mean what was the process was it trying a few different things finding something that worked for you or
1: yeah we we tried a few different things um one, one of them was swiss calm there's yep. a couple of different other ones we tried with swiss one was mood plus yep and we'd stay on it for a month um, see what the results
0: were how i felt yeah and calm was uh, the best the best one for me okay is that something now that you kind of can pick up and put down when you need to like if you're having a particularly stressful time in your life can you kind of i'm going to go to coles and buy some calm and and kind of go back on it for a little while or
1: i haven't had it since 2014
0: okay cool yeah okay cool yeah and what do you and so obviously then you're doing a bunch of other things yeah to supplement that exactly what were the other things um (laughs) i
1: used to meditate i started meditating from the age of 14 yeah and then i went off it for a while okay and i turned back to that yeah in 2013 okay um that whole episode um improved my communication with my wife yeah um and having the kids as well i didn't want to end up like my parents and divorced and uh, not not having the relationship with my own kids. Yeah. So if anything, I think it made
0: us stronger. Yeah, cool.
1: So that was really good.
0: It would if so. If we were sitting here with the lovely wife now, she'd say, "Yeah, he's a better, better man. He's a oh, better husband. <laughs> yeah. He's a much nicer guy." Oh,
1: I was a very aggro person back in two thousand and
0: nine and ten. Yeah, cool. And and as you say, I mean, have you, have you gone down that path of? Like for me, I, I kind of have an understanding of some of my things. Like, I, so we were talking off off the air about you know um, about the history of depression and things like that. Yep. And I often say to people, I've said it on the podcast a number of times, um, and my wife always says to me, "You just repeat yourself. You say the same things over <laughs> and over." But I'm like, maybe someone's listening for the first time, sweetheart. Um, you know, I, I look at it and I go, okay. So I was diagnosed back in 2007, but. You know, really, if I actually looked at it, I reckon it was probably around, like, for, I'm 44 now. It was probably around when I was maybe 15, 16, definitely there in my early 20s, if I actually was honest and went, yeah, here's what I was doing and this mm. is what it looked like. Um, and for me, it was just that final trigger. Yep. You know, there was and, – and I sort of understand some of the stuff as to why I was like that. Back when you are 14 years of age, because there's not a lot of 14-year-olds doing meditation, were you doing it consciously thinking, there's this other stuff I need to work on, or was it just... No, I just enjoyed it. Okay. I found it a way to relieve stress, because I left
1: school before I finished year nine, so I, was only, I only just turned 15. Okay. So I'd, I've been working full-time ever since, and getting out of the house away from mum and dad and Um, things like that no they were separated ok I'll get to those in a minute (laughs) yeah yeah I found out a way to get away from everything yeah and after a hard day in the kitchen it was really peaceful to sit down and do a half an hour of meditation
0: yeah and that's, that's hard like we were talking again off air that's hard to do yeah like half so part of my thing when I first was diagnosed was you know the, the council was like okay i want you to do some meditation and he actually had a, a cd that he recorded great voice fantastic to listen to um i couldn't do it like i i mean and, and i get i understand like now i understand it's a it's a muscle thing you know you can't go out and run a marathon immediately you have to build up to these exactly. things but i yeah maybe five ten minutes inside my own head and i was really wanting to get out like i couldn't cope you yeah know? um mentally back then i was fine <laughs> i'd like to think i was okay um it was just
1: a way to release stress really yeah uh and the the meditation you'd you'd burn some incense listen to some music um none of it was guided it was all self-taught what i read out of a book um yeah that was back i think 33.6k dial up was the in thing at the time. So oh, wow. That's showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you didn't have a lot of access to the same information you do today. Yeah. We're just bombarded with so much, and it's like, no, it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, look, it's, it's funny actually, and you're saying that, like, um, you know if you type in meditation apps into your phone for example there's 20 of them you know which one's the good one <laughs> uh, there, there was, i remember playing snake yep on my phone back then <laughs> oh, look I, I was telling the story the other day of um hearing the band nirvana for the first time oh. <laughs> and and you know now if you saw this band on tv and you would be able to, within 15 minutes, find out everything you ever needed to know about them. Yep. But back then, I had to wait till Monday morning to go and ask my friend who was into that kind of music and then had to go on Monday afternoon to the news agents to hope that they were in a magazine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I could, there was no information. Um, going with your diagnosis, there's a couple of things I'm interested in in there. Did your diagnosis... You mentioned your mum, and if you don't want to sort of elaborate, then fine, that's cool. But with that when you started to kind of explore your own, you went okay, anxiety, depression. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm got going on. Did that then help you to understand her better? Was that an insight into her or, or some of her behaviours? Um, I would probably say the last two years
1: when I've been doing some like deep inner work, yep. like healing from the traumas yep. um, that I that I was dealt when I was a, a young kid. Um, it's probably only been the last two years where I sort of understood what she was going through. Yeah. Um, and she was always the moody sort of person all over the place, telling one person, one story, telling another person, another story. Yeah. It's like, they don't marry up. Yeah. yeah. And I started looking into it a bit more in the last couple of years. And I think I've got a feeling she's, um, bipolar. Yep. Just undiagnosed. Yeah. 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 And my sister is diagnosed schizophrenic. Mm. So she's on meds full time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. I have challenges there, but um, I, I, th- I think I got the the good end of the the stick on that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's sort of a spectrum, is it there? Yeah. yeah, could have had schizophrenia, got depression, anxiety. I'll take that one. That's yeah, exactly. that's <laughs> an easier, that's an easier chat. It's an easier hill to climb. And and in terms of like your wife, kind of was it something that when you turned around and went, "Look, here's my diagnosis," was it was her reaction like? Oh, finally! Or was her reaction like, "Duh, we knew that." <laughs> you yeah. just you didn't know
1: that. Yeah, I was, I was in denial big time because yeah. I was I was determined from the age of fourteen not to be like my family. Yeah, yeah, and I somehow still turned
0: out turned out like them. I don't to, think to we, a degree. Yeah, I, look, apple trees <laughs> have apples, don't they? You yeah, know what exactly. I mean. Like, if you, it, it just is what it is. Yeah, and I think there's a,
1: a statistic on getting mental. Um, health issues via hereditary. Yeah. That's
0: actually genetic to a degree. Yeah, absolutely, definitely a part of it. Um, And I've sort of made the comment a few times, you know, I look at my family history and addiction features pretty heavily on both sides of my family tree. Um, And so, yeah, I I look now, say, for example, I never knew my mother's father. He died when I was very young, um, but he had a, a fairly significant history of addiction and some... You know some stuff in his past, which would explain poor mental health and and addiction, and so I sort of think you know yeah I probably was genetically predisposed because it certainly has been something that you know he's experienced, mum's experienced, I've experienced. So you know I <clears throat> I've just apologised to my, my daughters now. Sorry, girls. <laughs> 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 you know I could I, I gave you some brains as well. <laughs> but it's probably going to you know malfunction on you at some point. It's exactly. <laughs> just going to drop out and and hit you so the person that you spoke to you you sort of touched on that what I mean when you actually speak to him what did it actually say to you what what, when you actually like that supplier was he shocked was he surprised or did he was it like just this incredibly fortunate point where you just happened to tell the right person like I think it was shocked um you know as
1: as young men we were pretty. Well, yeah, I was, mm. and, and most of them are. That we're pretty good at hiding everything, yeah, yeah. keeping it to ourselves, and bottling everything up. We're not, but yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> think we are. <laughs> it, it gets to a point where you can't hold it back anymore. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was my point. And he was actually really understanding, mm. um, very patient. Uh, I think he was, yeah, definitely shocked because you know it's not stuff that you expect to hear. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And look, it just sounds to me like, you know, it's interesting. So I'm assuming you're a little bit the same way. Um, I'm pretty open about it. People, as I've said to you off air and I've spoken to a few people about this, I kind of find I, I go to a barbecue. For example, and I generally usually have somebody pull me aside and go, "Got a minute or two? You know, "Yep, cool." Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should talk, like you know, mate. I've uh, got four appointments available for the uh, between uh, the first uh, course and the second course. What would you like? First, second, third? Um, but you know, I generally I think for me, so the more I, when I speak about my experience, people other people go, "You know, okay, you're a safe place. I can talk to you now." Yep, and you know, I can I can do that. We, was yours just dumb luck that you just happened to pick a right guy or, did, so. yeah. or did you have like this idea that like I oh know he might actually be able to cope with what I'm about to tell him no
1: no it just it just came out
0: just yeah just came out <laughs> I, just, I just rang you up about some stuff I didn't know what it's money I didn't want all this
1: yeah yeah it's um I look back on it now it's probably not as bad as what we think it is yeah, yeah at yeah. the time yeah um but yeah i yeah, it's, it's just a fluke that he was so patient and understanding and yeah. talked
0: through everything with me as well. Yeah, and it is, look, it is, that, it is that, you know, narrative, isn't it? Like, you know, we we talk about it all the time and and you'll read, you know, some people say it's too simplistic a, a version of events, but, you know, pretty much from about three or four years of age, you're kind of conditioned to suppress. Yeah. You know, you're kind of conditioned to go... And I, and I always I love the example of you know when you fall over and you hurt yourself, you know when you're a little little kid, someone picks you up and gives you a hug and lets you cry and lets you work through it, but then as you start to get older, I mean you know you hear like I remember my mum had a friend and I remember falling off my bike and I was howling and she came over and I, I had you know a scrape on my it hurt, and I remember her expression was and I've never forgotten this you know Is your guts hanging out, <laughs> as as if to say. You're not that badly yeah. injured. Get over it, oh, you know. That's funny. Is your was, guts hanging out? I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but, but, you know, it's, at some point as you grow up, no, when you fall over and hurt yourself, people stop picking you up and letting you cry and giving you a cuddle. They start to say to you, that's enough. Don't do that. Come on, that's enough. That's enough now. Stop crying. Yeah. And you eventually just learn, okay, I'll, I won't cry. Yeah. Or I won't tell you what's wrong. Or I won't talk. Or I won't say this. I'll bottle it up. And then at some point it's going to go, boom <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and i think
1: they do it from a good place yeah, yeah. without realizing they're conditioning you later down the track yeah, yeah that it's preventing you from holding you back from actually talking about it and
0: um, expressing that emotion and thoughts yeah i i sort of um it's interesting actually I, I i do agree with that i also sometimes wonder and i mean look i've done it i'm sure you've done it where you just go i'm really uncomfortable right now like yeah. i can't can't cope with what you're saying to me and i don't know how to do what you need me to do i'm not going to have this conversation come on, you'll be right come on man come on you'll yep. be good you know and um and I, so i sort of wondered some people i think probably do that but yeah I, I just think it's something that we do now we go okay just come on get back up you'll be fine now up you get um so in terms of you touched on the meditation. What were some of the other things? In terms of managing your mental health, you now start to go, okay, I've got anxiety, I've got depression, I know where I'm at, I'm starting to take the St. John's Wort. What else, what else were you exploring? What else were you looking at?
1: Um, I started keeping track of my triggers. Yep, I'd like to say it's like a, a stress diary, and at the time, it sat well with me because it explained what it is but then I realised by doing that I was actually monitoring my bad like the the negative yeah I was diarising the negative and mm-hmm. that was actually making me think about it more yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought alright self-awareness journal that's all it is yeah uh, so I kept kept track of my triggers in there for, yeah. for about two months and over over time I was able to preempt that feeling mm-hmm. of when I was gonna trigger yeah and walk away or do do a breathing technique or guess what they're gonna say to me, yeah, and then have something in my mind already, yeah
0: rather than just reacting so yeah it was a good a good tool, I think even having that expectation of how the other person like I always say to people, I think one of the things that really helps in terms of mental health is. One of the things, well, okay. One of the things I think challenges you—you you expect people to be a certain way, and when they're not, for me, I can get quite upset about that. Um, but if you can actually sit and go, okay, this is what they're going to do. I know that that's going to happen. You can prepare yourself for that exactly, and you can go, all right. This is how it's going to play out. This is how I'm going to react, but I'm not going to react like that because I know that that's that's how they're going to do it. I want them to do it this way, but they're going to do it this way. This is what it's going to look like for yeah. me. Um, yeah, cool. And was this, were this, like, I mean, that sort of stuff you're talking about, that's pretty high levels. And it's not something anyone's ever talked about before, so that's really cool. Yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point of this, to get all of these different, like, you know, that's actually a really good idea to sit there and journal out. Was this done with, like, a counsellor, or was it done, or was it stuff you explored yourself?
1: I tried seeing counsellors or yeah. therapists. Yeah. Um, didn't sit well. Yeah. So I'm very much a self-taught sort of person. Uh, everything I do is self-taught. Yep. Um even what I do, signage. Yeah. It's all mostly self-taught. Okay, My CNC, that's all
0: self-taught, everything. That's a pretty complex machine to be yeah, self-taught. It, it took yourself me six on. months. <laughs> t- t- people were, you-, you mentioned sideage. We were looking at a printer before, which is like your desktop printer on steroids. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a monster. <laughs> and I complained about, you know, I have to buy cartridges that cost $30. <laughs> I can only imagine what those things cost. <laughs> I'll probably get 10
1: times more printing out of them, though. Oh, well, yeah,
0: but you're also printing stuff that goes on the side of a bus, yeah, exactly. not, not a few or a few pieces of stuff for the kids' school. Um, but So that's this is stuff you've literally just gone, okay, I'm going to explore this myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think from a very young age, like I said, like about 14 when I started meditating, I've always been somewhat self-aware. Yeah. Um, I lost my way through 2011, 12, 13. Yeah. Um, once that settled down, I got myself back on track. Yeah. Um, saw a couple of counselors that didn't really yeah. sit well. There was no, none of that clicking. Yeah. Um, and then two years ago, I decided to look into uh, past traumas. Mm-hmm. Why am I still acting this way? So the, the thing that came to mind is I'm still doing the same thing, but I'm, I'm still getting the same results. I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. So let's try something totally out there, left the field. So I went and saw a holistic therapist. She does... Um, meditation and um inner work yeah um so we started that journey uh we wrote letters out to uh parents and that was really good to get everything out yeah yeah. and that that released the pain from that Mm. uh then there was the uh visualizing myself as a as a child and holding the child's hand and walking through those those events in my life and like just um, telling my my inner my my younger self that everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. What? How long is that? What, what how long a process is that? Or is that something you're still doing?
1: Yeah, uh, I saw her. I saw. So I've I've seen two. They they got very unique um, skill sets. Mm-hmm. So, the trauma healing. That was the first one that went for six weeks. Yep. You know, that was really good. And then I saw someone. Last year, uh, for what they call TRTP, which is the Richards Trauma Process, mm-hmm. that was another type of therapy where we went in and did the the younger self work, the inner healing, the, yep. and she was really good. That's actually I finished that in uh, the breakthrough episode was in December, and so far this year, even through COVID, and I had a client liquidate in March. Uh, through all of that uh, I didn't feel anxiety until the day lockdowns eased when all those people were back on the roads right <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> it was it was really good
0: so it was the opposite I felt I felt it at the start I yeah. walked into Coles one day and there was nothing in the store and I went oh shit this is really bad yeah okay. <laughs> how am I going to feed the family yeah <laughs> you know there oh. was there was a thing floating around. I think I might have said this here. The thing floating around on on Facebook at the time, going like, "How am I going to feed people? I don't even know where Doritos live." <laughs> you know? And 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 yeah, for me, it was the beginning of it. I was like, "This is intense. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what? Where are we? What if this is the start of this? What's the middle of this look like?" You know.
1: And that's like, do
0: you have anxiety? Yeah, oh, not diagnosed, but I certainly have yeah. felt that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, and that, that just shows the spectrum on anxiety. Yeah. I, I enjoyed not being around people. I enjoyed going to the shops and no one's there. Oh. Even though I had to wear a mask, yep. no one was there. Yeah. So that was really good for me. I felt really at ease during yeah.
0: April. I never wore a mask. Yeah, just refused to microbiologist wife. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, she probably insists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Big supply of them at home and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you run a signage company, so at least you could brand them. But that's, her right, her that's right. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, and th- and look, and, and that's the really interesting part of that. Like, and and again, you know, t- even touching on the undi- on on stuff. Look, I wouldn't say to you, I'm a person with an anxiety disorder, but I can certainly say to you, <clears throat> I can I can just remember how it felt walking in on that day. And like I've said, told this story a couple of times on the podcast as well, the, the little catch-up things I do in between, which is, you know, like there was no meat. There was about a third of the normal fruit and vegetables. No bread, no flour, um, no soap, no, you know, no hand wash, um, just entire aisles had been decimated, you know, no pasta, all that sort of stuff. And just sort of thinking if this stays like this for a period of time, This is really bad Mm. and and really panicking about that. The upside for me though is I used to be the guy that used to go to the shops every couple of days to buy food and I got into the habit of the last few months of like, okay, I'm going to do a week's worth of shopping so I don't have to go back in there so I can control it. Like I knew that it was trigger, so I was like, okay, if I don't go in there every day, at least I'm not going to be exposed to it. Um so now I I shop you know I've changed my shopping habits I've changed how I operate and my wife loves it because she's like we're going to save money. Yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay cool. <laughs> but, and and so yeah I mean but even I think um the key in that and I hopefully you you agree with this is that understanding in that moment I was having an anxiety reaction and I knew what it was and then understanding okay there are some things that I can do to manage this. Yeah, yeah? Um, so for you now, you sort of made the thing about, okay, I started to, started to feel anxiety when it ended. Yep. When that happens for you now, what's, what does it look like for you in terms of managing that? Is it simply about practicing the mindfulness, practicing the breathing? Is there other things that you employ or? Uh, just breathing now. Yep. I do have, uh, when I'm feeling really low
1: now, my low now is nowhere near what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah like affirmations yeah that that I that I have on my phone in my notes yeah um but yeah breathing mostly going for a walk yep um I did take up boxing okay I, yep I, I noticed the boxing bag yeah the- I haven't been able to box for a little while um uh, I injured my knee in January okay and then again in April yeah so I haven't really done a lot of training since then um boxing's really good for
0: the for the anxiety yeah 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 that um there's, a, there's the, the sort of the idea that you know the anxiety response is an evolutionary response it's actually really essential response it's really good um, because you know however many thousand years ago when we were walking around in the African savannah when a out- lion popped its head up we needed that anxiety response yep. to tell us to get the hell out of there yeah um, but the idea was that you would run from the lion so those stress chemicals would be burned off exactly and now we don't get to burn them off that's right so the boxing, you know, yeah, that's the burn-off. That's the,
1: you know... And because we don't burn them off, we're in that constant state. Yeah. And eventually that leads to like chronic illnesses. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really good to have something physical to, to burn off all those extra chemicals that your body puts out.
0: Yeah. Um, what about like things like alcohol and alcohol usage? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even know where I was going then, all right? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um,
1: there's been moments where I've thought I may have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. Uh, I could easily down one or two bottles of wine yep. without a problem. Yep. Um, I'm very mindful of how much I drink because it is so easy to put that much down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my, my, my poison though is Contro on ice. Absolutely love that. If there's a bottle there, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah I wouldn't say i I would definitely binge, yeah every now and then, yeah, but I wouldn't say i'd abuse it
0: to the point where I can't stop mm. Mm. yeah yeah, I um I it's interesting, yeah like I said, addiction's part of my thing, and definitely alcoholism's part of the story as well, and I wouldn't have said I, I was a lightweight drinker, yeah. just a lightweight um and anyone that's ever drunk with me will go, yeah, he was, <laughs> but I um. I don't think I've been properly drunk since probably 2012, and it's not actually something I do now, because mm-hmm. um, I, I sort of touch on it as well. Because I, I that and the reason I kind of went there a little bit as well was the the idea of the anxiety response. Because for me, and I'm no professional, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but for me, the alcohol is shutting down anxiety response. You know, yeah. it's it's the depressant part of it, <laughs> yeah. and so you know, and I always say to people, you know, you think about. How many people do you know that go, oh, I can't wait to get home and have a beer this afternoon or I can't wait to get home and have a wine this afternoon? And what I hear when I hear that is, can't wait to get home and use that to shut down that yeah, anxiety yeah, response. Yeah, exactly. And again, going into that as well, that, that idea then of, okay, cool, if you just shut it down with the, the you know chemical, whether it's a, the drug chemical or the, the alcohol chemical, you're never really giving it a chance to kind of... Yeah. Get out of your system, process yeah. it properly, all those sorts of things.
1: Yeah. Saying that, um, are we allowed to mention other podcasts? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. yeah. You feel- oh, I don't care. Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> uh, there's a podcast I've listened to for a while now called Building Better Humans Project yep. by Glenn Azar. Okay. And one of the tools he talks about in there, when he got home, because he's a uh, ex-army, ex-defense force, yep. um, to release the day's stresses before he uh, got inside with his family, he'd sit in his car and he'd do his breathing exercise and just say release yep. release, yep. and you'd feel uh, the energy or the, the anxiety the stresses drain out of your body yeah. so that's something that I do so I'm more present when I go inside with my kids now I don't feel like or I've never said to myself I can't get wait to get home for a beer or yeah, a drink yeah. or something yeah. so I feel like a wine yeah. or I feel like a contra or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. I try and stay away from the beers because of the yeast yep. um, I'd know enough to not drink that because I'm gonna pack the kilos on my like, no tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, ladies, wine's full of sugar as well. <laughs> uh,
1: but at least I have a fighting chance with wine. <laughs> yeah.
0: I actually the mate that gave up the grog for six months just for the sake of giving up the grog, you yep. just decided to have six months off it and drop like twenty kilos. Yeah. And it, and as he said he goes it's probably also the fact that, you know, every time I'd have a bourbon I'd have coke. So I'm, you know if I'm having twelve bourbon and cokes in a night I'm smashing myself with sugar left, right and centre. Yep. But um yeah it's it's an inch look it's an inch sort of um, an interesting journey. And uh, look, I don't, I don't drink anymore, and um, and I avoid saying to, I, like I, I, I never really loved it anyway. Was never much of a drinker, yeah. um, and I would much prefer to have a you know a can of Coke Zero versus a bottle of beer. Like you know, give me the choice between the two. <laughs> and if you're working from a purely from a taste perspective give me the give me the cakes here i know it's going to taste good every time and the sugary kind of the sugaryness or semi sugariness of it is is really good um the you talked about that breathing exercise yep um what else have you got in terms of go-to's in terms of yeah okay this is where i'm at here's what i do
1: yep um so i have a self-care
0: plan yep
1: i think that's what you'd call it yeah um so i've i know what my triggers are i know what makes me feel good that's uh walking bike riding yeah boxing breathing cardio yep uh the physical burning so then the the emotional side would be meditating um breathing exercises i do a lot of breath work and the other thing i like to do i haven't done journaling i can't get into that mm-hmm. as such yeah um but i do uh talk to like my oh, not therapist but you know what I'm, that that person yeah yeah a yeah, counselor kind of <laughs> yeah, person yeah yeah so that that's what, that's pretty much what i find meditation and breathing the main yeah. things for for my emotional
0: balance um but yeah that's about it yeah that's that's pretty much it yeah one of the um one of the episodes we had um mikey talked about he goes i'd like to achieve things so i like i like to feel like i've done something yep. you know started something finished something and he goes and even if it's just folding a basket of washing i'll go and do that and once it's finished i've done it and it's i've achieved something and i feel good about that and i know that's cool and i was, I was like man you're going to save a lot of marriages <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get if you get if you get guys all over australia going hey i'm going to actually just fold a bunch of washing when i feel shitty now um the relationship with your wife, I'm assuming, is improved pretty dramatically, or yeah, it's, it a work in progress. No,
1: look, it's always been good, uh, better than what it was. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's people like you, you always hear jokes and that about men don't understand women and yeah, they don't get that. It's like, well, just give me a hand. Yeah, the last thing I ask before I sit down is, do you need a hand with anything? Yeah. Whenever I go to walk away from it, do you need a hand with anything? Or what are you doing? Yeah. Do you need a hand with that? yeah. And that's probably the biggest change I've made in my okay. relationship. Yep. Just asking if she needs a hand with anything, whether that's dinner, the washing, getting the kids upstairs. Like, you might do they're in high school and late primary school now, but there's yeah, still yeah. a headache to get into the shower. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, and then she's got her own business, so I help her out with that as well. Okay, so. Yeah, just, just asking her if she needs a hand with anything would be the the biggest change that that's been positive to our relationship.
0: I think, yeah, and as I said before, it's it's interesting, um, kind of like I touched on. I'm you know I'm interested to kind of, I'm always interested to kind of hear, say so Nathan that I sort of spoke to at the start, um, and interestingly, you talk about the affirmation stuff. You know, and Nathan's spoken about this At length on the podcast, so he's not going to mind me saying it. But you know, the difference in him as a man is marked. It's like it's a one. If you if there was ever a one hundred and eighty degree turnaround, this guy is it in yeah. terms of who he was prior, and and his somewhat similar story. But his was you know I'm I'm ready to go. I'm done, and he was he got in his car. And heard an ad for South Pacific Private Hospital, and then just rang him and said, "Can I come?" And they went, "Yeah, cool." And he had to do some stuff and shift some things around, but he ultimately went and did four weeks there, and that's changed who he is as a man. And and interestingly, you know, I mean, this is a guy we went to high school together, and this is a guy I once one of the best high school fights I ever saw was him and another guy. They were just hammering tongs for forty minutes one day at each other, you know, just the 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 footy love and beer drink and you know. We, Aussie bloke And Last time I met him Last time we spoke He recommended um, A book called Affirmations for the Inner Child And I was just like Somebody had to tell me in high school that <laughs> that you were going to re- yeah. recommend that book to me one day. I would have just laughed in their face. I would have went. Oh. You are. Ca- you put your thumbs up. You, you've got that one. Is that? I've, I've read it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's a good yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. And I've,
1: I've also heard that podcast.
0: Yeah, and it, and it's re- like it's really interesting. It, it was for me. I was just like. Yeah, man, that's, that's the difference in you as a man now. Like, that's the change in you. And, and so that's, I guess that's the, the sort of the final question. Have you got mates in your world that have kind of gone, Justin, you're a different man. (laughs) Or, or is it something that you kind of still keep a little bit, under wraps because I'm um, what my mental health well no even just like what I do talking about the mindfulness and, and and you know if I wanted to be like really sort of a bit general about it it's not we blokes don't sit around talking about mindfulness we don't no, sit around talking no. about gratitude we don't talk about meditation yeah, we but, don't you know talk about affirmations have you read affirmations for your inner child <laughs> no but did you see St George play the other night you know what I mean like it's yeah. not those conversations that we have
1: um, no look that sort of stuff I'm very much an open book on yeah um, I like I said I grew up from a very young age, with my mum and my sister, yeah. So I'm very in touch with that feminine side. Yeah. Um, the masculine side didn't come in till later. Yeah. Um, so I I can
0: talk to women all day. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not,
1: not picking them up or anything. No. 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 I can Communicate no. with them.
0: I work in a female-dominated industry, yeah. and I'm absolutely comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Blokes, on the other hand, because I didn't have that male role model yeah. <laughs> until such a late age. Yeah. That the impressions or the the lessons that I could have learnt were gone. Yeah. So I, even today, I still still struggle with some blokes to sit down and have a conversation with. Once it stops, it stops. It's like, All right,
0: what do we talk about now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like you at the, at, at the barbecue. I'd rather be in the kitchen talking to the girls yeah. than at the barbecue talking to the boys. Family nights, thing. love love talking to the ladies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm the same. Um, I my older daughter when she was younger, I'd have to take her to you know. I'd have to take her to birthday parties and that's usually the the mother's kind of job. Yep. Again, not wanting to sound sexist or anything, not suggesting that is their job, but generally speaking that's what happens. And I'd often walk in a room and be the only dude and be completely comfortable with that. Mm. And and quite often the, the, the mums would say to me, Oh, my husband's out the back. He'd say, oh, no, I'm happy to sit here with you. <laughs> that's okay, yes, I don't, I don't mind. I'm good with that. <laughs> not try again, not trying to pick you up, just happy to sit and have that conversation. Yeah. yeah, and and that was that was to me, I mean, you know, um I think that's the challenge as a man. Um, operating in this operating in this space is you know other men want to know what you're doing and maybe aren't comfortable with asking about it or or sort of go you know, here we're like meditation and just go, oh, that's <laughs> that that namby-pamby, you know, hippie, yeah. hippie stuff. You yeah, know. exactly. What are you doing that for? So to sort of sit there and go, here's a book called Affirmations for the Inner Child. <laughs> 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 Have a read of that. It's really interesting. Have a
1: beer while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, <though.
0: laughs> yeah, yeah. And ring me up and tell me what you think of it. <laughs> no, drinking just ringing tears. <laughs> It's me. Yeah, cool. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. That that's was what? really cool. I'm, and as I said, you give us something that we've not heard before. I've not heard... so. You know, for people out there, um, your Facebook page is tanked. That's right, T A N K D, um, and and jump on there and and there's some meditation stuff on there. Yeah. And I guess if they've got a question, they can. Oh, I'm not a, an expert by any measure in this, and so if they've got questions about that, shoot you a message maybe and and see yeah. what you've what you've got on there and what you can offer. And um, yeah, and, and thank you for being. There. I appreciate it. No, it's awesome. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Hello folks, thank you for listening to the latest episode of our podcast. Uh, Before I go, could I please ask uh, just a couple of small favours. Number one, uh, we would very much, as we said at the start, love for you to review this podcast and of course please share this podcast. Um, The reviews help us to uh, help other people to see what this podcast is about and of course the sharing helps us to get our message out there. We don't have any money so we're really relying on uh, social media. To be able to spread this message. Uh, equally, if you listen to this podcast now, we do a warning at the start. But if you listen to this podcast and anything uh, triggered for you, or it made you think about your own mental health or well-being, or someone who you loves mental health or well-being, please uh, take steps to help to either manage that yourself or to support someone to manage their mental health. Uh, if you do feel like you are need to talk to somebody. Uh, and you can't talk to friends or family. Please go and see your GP, or of course you can call Beyond Blue on one 224636 Men's Line Australia on one 789978 Lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen, or of course the Kids Helpline on one eight hundred double five one eight double zero. If you or someone that you love is in immediate danger, please call triple O. But at the very least, please um, find a way to manage your mental health and your mental health conditions. And please support the people that you love to manage their mental health and mental health conditions. And again, if something you've heard today triggers for you, please go and seek um, some support uh, immediately to manage your mental health condition, whether that's one of the helplines we just mentioned or the GP. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.